we got in a fight in New York City. On the streets, as one would. But we were screaming. Well, I was right in that situation. No, I was right. <laughs> so, well, let's let's back it up, okay? So we were in the club with these the guys that we went out to mm-hmm. dinner with. Your friend disappears. Yes. Right. So now she's gone. She's gone. Out of the blue. They're buying bottles. Chemical I look like a box today, even though I'm in a corset. It's a corset that's, I don't know, making me look like I have the squarest body in the world. You have the least square body I've ever met in my life. And today you are SpongeBob SquarePants. 100%. <laughs> like my email, Veronica Sponge 11. <laughs> I always go back to my roots, guys, eventually. <laughs> yeah, so we recently went to New York. Um, I haven't been to New York in like a hot minute. I haven't been in actually like... I want to say like five, six years. And I love New York. New York is like one of my favorite. New York is actually my favorite city in it's, the world. I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah, it's such a good city. I remember there was a point where we were both there together. We were at this place called Bounce, which just to give everybody just like an idea of what it looks like. It's like Best Buy meets Casual Spa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, facts. I mean, yeah, it's like. All the boys go there for like, I feel like if you're betting or you're a it sports was like guy. A, it was like a sports bar, but also a club. Like it was like a sports bar, cl- like a happening club. But like, like if casual spa was a happening club. Yeah. Like I feel like Montreal needs one of those. Maybe. I was just I like, we, we got spa. there. We got there before it was a thing. And the um, promoter we were with is like, trust me, this place is going to be a vibe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I'm going to be real. I'm here. I don't see it. I really don't see it. Turned into a sick club. Yeah, it turned. I wasn't. I didn't. Yep. We were, With the football playing on the TVs. Somehow we were all jamming away. Well, there was a couple of cuties there. You're like, yeah. One in particular. <laughs> there was absolutely one in particular. So we get to bounce. So our, you know, best friend that we share in common was there with us. And uh, he was like, Alessia. Veronica, that's <laughs> I can't even say that's the hottest guy anymore. Like I can't do it. My friends are like, you say everyone is the hottest guy. I'm like, I know, but you have to know which one is the hottest guy. <laughs> well, somebody told me that yesterday. They were like, it's there's no middle for you. It's either that's the hottest guy or he's fucking ugly, or it's that's my best friend or I hate her. I was like, honestly, you're not wrong. Honestly, that's so facts. It's like that's the hottest guy. Um, so there was this guy who I was like staring at. I, I mean, I think we all were at some point. It was the hottest guy. Um, and I thought he was an athlete. Did mm-hmm. you? I mean, he definitely looked like an athlete. From he was bar. giving me athlete vibes. Yeah. Um, and, and we're in the, a sports bar, so. It could know? be, right? Well, actually, before we move on, I have a question for you. Yes. What's your like way to let somebody know that you're interested in them? I just like glance over and stare at them, but not too much, just tastefully. Like eye contact long enough, like you're the hottest guy, but like see you later. But also like I don't give a fuck about you. Right. So like you might catch me once staring at you, but like when you look over the next five times, I'm not looking. Okay. But I know you're looking. Right. (laughs) So you do a one glance over and that's it. Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm single. So I'm just going to let you know how that's working for me. (laughs) You're like, maybe do two glances or something. I think it's it's like everything in moderation like you don't want to stare at someone where you start looking like okay what's wrong with this girl i mean my thing is like i stare like i'll make eye contact with you but i'll make eye contact with you like to the point where it's like i know you're staring at me 
And I know that you know that I'm staring at you, but like in a confident way. Yeah. Like I'll be like, no stress. Like I'm looking at you, but then I won't look at you again. But like I, I contacted you enough that you're like, okay. But I think solid. if you want a guy to come up to you, you have to do that. Yeah. Because you want to just kind of validate that you're on the same page as yeah. them. So they don't feel like their eagle is eagle. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to feel like. You know, they might come up to you and they're going to get their ego bruised. Yeah. You have but to I mean, validate. A lot of girls, they see a hot guy and then they're like, oh my God, it's a hot guy. And then they, they like, they'll never look. And I'm like, well, he doesn't know that you're into him. Yes. Like, you have to, at some point, kind of open up the doors. I mean, you know, guys will come up to you regardless whether or not you fucking look at them or not. But, you know, if there's a guy in particular, I truly, like, I think yeah. the eye contact thing works. Yeah. And I usually do like the prolonged, like, like glance over, like, yeah, I'm confident. I'm staring at you. Like. And like, do it what you want with that information, yeah. you know. But like, you can't be hiding behind a fucking wall and expect that he's gonna magically know you're into it's him. It's so true, you know. It's so true. So yeah, so we saw him, and then um, we kind of went with another table and another section. But then it started to become like club vibes, and then we're all like standing up. So like, I'm legitimately like facing him, standing up from across the room from though. across the room but that's so fun because it's like i see you you see me but like right. no one's going up to each other right um and i'm next to you and mitko and we're like oh my i'm like oh my god like i just know like he's gonna come up to me mm-hmm. um and then um i know the thing is is i know him and his friends are talking about me like i can see right but i i just like i feel it but then i'm like maybe he won't i don't know um and then eventually i see one of his friends getting up right and coming i'm like don't tell me now i have to fucking dodge a friend you know what i mean like that's the worst thing when the friend starts hitting on you and you're like the friend thinks you were staring at him the whole time because he couldn't see because it was across the room oh my god yeah they say they couldn't see but they know every guy knows what's up (laughs) anyway so he goes up to my friend mitko and he's like and i hear him but i'm dancing pretending like i don't hear Mm. like are you guys together so now I'm like, okay, good sign. But also like, I hope he's not about to like start making a move on me. Yeah. He's like, no, we're just like really good friends. So I'm like, okay, he goes. So the friend comes up to me and he goes, I have a friend who's like really interested in you, who's been staring at you. So at this point, obviously I think he's an athlete. Wait, you're too cool to come up to me? Like yeah. why? Well, what do you think about that? First of all, when somebody sends their friend over to talk to Well, me? I hope he's not watching this, but if he is like, I don't really like that. <laughs> in that situation i didn't hate it i didn't hate it but i didn't love it but in general like i don't love it like but it, it worked in this situation yeah, yeah of yeah. course whenever we find the hottest guy hotter the hottest we, guy you could do whatever you could throw you a paper plane and you would have been like this is sick <laughs> you could like, throw a bottle at your head you would have been like i love when people do this no, no 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 like have you guys tried the new thing bottles at the head like it's so fun you're like trying to convince none of, none of your friends agree with you 100 percent. you're like no i swear it's fine this time it's fine yeah so he goes one of my friends wants to talk to you mm, immature so i'm yeah so then i you know me i'm trying to act like ew i'm so ugly well no he's ugly well he's the hottest guy well he's the hottest guy i was talking about his friend <laughs> so yeah he goes one of my friends wants to meet you like why don't you come down and come and meet him? And I was like, oh, well, I'm kind of with my friends, so maybe later. Yeah. You want to fucking plot twist everything you just did? But what? What do you want me to... Oh, excuse me. Let me just yeah, come down. Let me, let me come run. Right let me, now. Like, no. Yeah. 
I hear you. I know now I have my out at any point. If I want to come through, like, I know you're waiting for me type thing. Yeah. But then it's also so awkward to have to waddle over alone. Like, hey, I'm, I'm here. Literally. So then eventually I get down and they're obviously like, you know, that I'm getting down and I'm on my way and I do a little U turn to the bathroom. So they're probably going, this fucking girl, she's never coming. I had to go fix myself before I went. Are you kidding? 100%. I just said that was the hottest guy. 100%. So I go to the bathroom, take a couple of selfies, you know, and then I, I make my way there. I, I, I can't remember what I said because I was a little bit drunk. And then he's like, well, I took out all my employees for um, for a night out because we because I own a construction company. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mike, do you, you want to go? Do you want to come back to Canada? My dad's going to love you. Finally, a guy. Fuck. Finally, a guy. My parents are going to go sign the proof. Get the ring. Get her out of here. <laughs> and New York. I'm good. I mean, yeah. See you later. <laughs> I think my parents would actually be like, go. Yeah. You know, finally, somebody we could trust. 100%. Um, but there was just one story. There's construction workers you got to watch out for, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. are they layering? Is it bricks? Or... Lies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was one small, you know, yeah, twist. There was one little twist. His phone background was, you know, his kid. And nobody has their niece as their background, eh? Like, by the way, it's... No. You don't go to the clubs with your niece as your background. And we had... I don't know if we spoke about this on the podcast. We didn't, but we had the conversation. We had the conversation. You. We were basically talking about, like, okay, you meet, like, the love of your life. Yeah. But he already has kids. Like, what's your vibe? Yeah. And I feel like people here think that I'm I would be the first one to be like, absolutely not, because I'm so like particular and mm-hmm. I want so many things. But like we were even discussing before, guys, you're never going to find somebody that has everything. Yeah. And we've had this conversation off and I'm not saying like I'm dying to date a fucking guy with a kid. Yeah. But I actually don't think that that's a deal breaker for me. And you know what? It's fair that I'm, I'm I'm actually only able to say this because I've said it before I even yeah. met him. Yeah. You know, I was like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, uh, about, but I don't, I find it's like actually kind of hot. <laughs> no, I get it. I it's just, like the fact that he's now living and like he has to take care of another human being already makes him a better man. <laughs> yeah. I also think it's the age that you're at now. And like now you're going to have two kids, two daddies. <laughs> Um, I think it's also the age you're at now, you know, like it's like I could never date somebody with a kid when I was like 23. Yeah. Or something like that. I mean, even now I'm not jumping out of the listen, gates. I'm not I'm not dying to be a stepmom. Like I really don't see that for myself. Yeah. Um, and my just my only thing would be like, are we at the same place in life? Yeah. If you have a kid. You know, like that's where I'm at. I'm more like I want to do certain things. And obviously when you have a kid, like everything's different you know like it's a obviously a responsibility uh so i would just be a little more like can we live the life that i want to live right now yeah when you already have a kid but but it wouldn't but it's such a tricky situation it's honestly such a tricky thing and that's why i say like if it was everything i imagined and wanted then Mm -hmm. i would probably suck it up yeah for sure because of yeah like eventually i mean you'd have to be open to like wanting more kids and i'd also have to see like the dynamic you have with your ex you know, yeah. girlfriend slash wife, you know, baby whatever mama. the situation is like yeah. baby mama. But I mean, there's always something about everyone. There's something about everyone. Obviously, a child is a lot bigger. Yeah. But I still think like 
having a kid is not like the worst thing in the world no i think it's just more like what's your lifestyle like how does this impact your life yeah. like what do you only have him situation? on weekends can you get away you know just little there's things. a lot of things and just like what also the other thing about having like a kid is obviously when you bring somebody new into your life it's very different when you already have a kid you know like yeah that it's not you're not just like dating around for the most part i feel yeah. like usually people are a little bit more selective of who they have around and who they like choose to spend their time he's with. going this girl podcaster he's like she's never she's meeting. already talking about my kid on the fucking air he's like never happening <laughs> but like i don't know i i it's so i could say one thing but you know guys i by the way, I don't know if I've said this, but I've retired from choosing anything because everything I say, I end up. You know what it is? We say a lot of things on this podcast, but we change our minds, which All is fine. Time. We're growing yeah. and, you know, we change our minds. Like I could sit here and say like, yeah, I don't want somebody who has a kid, which is fine. But then I could meet the love of my life and he has a kid and I would be like, okay. Like he you has all the other things I'm looking for. So yeah. what I'm not going to date him because he has a kid. It's like. Like I have no right to be saying I have no right to be saying anything. I have no right to write off golfers. I have no right to write off anybody. Because that's you know what? right. That's you my say girl. something and it gets thrown in your fucking face. And then you realize that you would, you know, you would yeah. accept it. Yeah. Excuse me. I obviously feel like I'm also saying I would be able to handle like, you know, somebody with a kid because I'm also not doing it right yeah. now. But I also feel like when you start loving someone, I don't feel like you like you really care anymore. Yeah. It just becomes like, a, oh, we can't do that because you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but like you have to make you know yeah compromise in every relationship you know what i don't know you know i'm gonna be real here i really don't know i don't know so what's going on now how did this end um we're still talking it's not every day which i absolutely love mm -hmm. if you're listening don't get it don't fucking think that, that that's okay <laughs> but like i actually for me it's like you live in new york i live mm -hmm. here when it when something is like when you guys are into okay okay no 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 <laughs> of a wig beside me of a spider when you guys are in two different cities you can't talk every day especially if you have plans to see each other or even if not it's just like i'm not seeing you like what do we have to talk about every single day like no mm -hmm. like you need to stretch it out a little bit yeah i mean i can't talk much about the situation because i don't know him enough yeah. you know but um i don't know interest i just like the age I like, mm -hmm. um, the fact that he's actually Italian. I, I don't feel like I ever go for Italian. Never it's so go, weird. You never go for Italian. No, I love the fact that he doesn't live in the city. You know, long distance, I feel like works for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't even, at the state of where we're even just like chatting, where this is probably going nowhere, shouldn't even be talking about this. But you guys know on the Chemical X podcast... I ruin everything for myself and I chat about everything. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the other people I met in New York that are talking to me are going, Minka? Who's, who's this girl? They're looking at themselves in who's the mirror. Who's this guy she met that has a baby? <laughs> what? They were thinking it was them until you pulled out baby and they went, <laughs> okay, might have not been me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, we were talking right before we got on the podcast and we were talking about how, like, you like there's certain things about people that you really love and you're like oh yeah like i want my whatever future husband or boyfriend to have this quality yeah but then like 
it's so hard to find somebody who has all the qualities that you want. And it's really pessimistic to say like Mm -hmm. someone isn't going to have everything because I know it's like, yes, you're going to find that perfect person. And yeah, you will. But the reality is the perfect person that you're going to find is not going to have all the qualities you want. You're just going to realize that you're willing to give up certain Certain things things, or whatever else you're getting. And like, that's the true reality is like, is we, a kid what Veronica? Well, no, we weren't <laughs> talking about the kid. We were actually talking about like how, how important like it is to be funny because we had an yeah. episode where we were talking about like, oh, it's so important, so important. But then it's like, you know, you meet a guy who's like maybe not as funny. Oops. It's so true. Try not to have a kid here. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, we were talking about like, you know, maybe he wasn't as funny as like you as maybe somebody else that you met. But it's like. Yeah, but he has all these other things, you know? So then then you start putting into perspective, like, okay, how important is it, is it to be funny? Like, can I just have that with my friends? Yeah, then that's what I was saying. I was like, well, listen, I can make you laugh as much as you want. Like, come on. <laughs> but it's then you meet a guy who's super funny, but then he's lacking, like, some other Look, things. everyone you you're going like. to meet is going to be lacking something or is mm-hmm. going to have something that you thought you wanted that you're able to sacrifice now. Yeah. And you don't realize that you're willing to sacrifice it, I think, until you're in it. Yeah. Because it's very easy to say, I want this, I want that, I want that. And then yeah. to, to to get into it and then be like, you know what? Actually, this doesn't, I would prefer to have this quality over what I'm getting It's like, right do now. I want a funny guy, but then after can't really provide? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Am I going to be happy? Well, I'm going to be laughing, but I'm going to get welfare. Like, you know, like it's sick to be funny, but like, come on. Like, I'll just be the funny one in the relationship. That <laughs> will fine. still work well. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll still have it with my friends and I'll take somebody who's, you know, has yeah, their shit together. Exactly. I think it's really about choosing like your non-negotiables and and the ones that are negotiable, you know. But it but but like I said it's so hard but to know what you're But anyone who says like I found are. the like I hate people who are also like I found the perfect person like he's exactly what mm-hmm. I wanted. He has everything. It's like mm-hmm. no, you're saying that but you don't realize that he didn't have everything. He does, yeah. You just not settled for the things he didn't have but you were okay with not having them exactly and sometimes you don't realize and they what grow they on are. you people just yeah. grow on you and you realize like you know what this works for me and i was actually having a conversation with a friend yesterday and it was super important because i was talking about how i'm at a space right now whereas before i used to like not prioritize things and be like oh you know like i don't care if somebody's successful i don't care what car somebody drives i don't care like where they're at what their job is you know like i was really more so like a on the vibes and like not materialistic at all i I didn't care about Mm -hmm. those things i was really more focused on like love and connection and all emotional like connection and stuff like that and then i realized like i'm at a place right now where like i'm providing for myself i gave myself the lifestyle that i want and i actually realized like it's okay for me to expect that out of a partner hallelujah but do you get what i'm saying i a hundred percent so it's like i think there was a part in time where i was like i didn't care at all but then i realized But i think you were also trying to prove something a little bit no because i think i was just like i don't i didn't realize the value in a long-term relationship of having somebody who has a similar lifestyle of you or has the lifestyle that you want yeah i think you it's all fun and games to be in love with someone and to like have love and to have this like deep soul connection. But then when you realize that you don't align on these certain levels that are actually so important when it comes to a long-term relationship, as much as anyone could be like, oh yeah, it's shallow, it's superficial, it's materialistic, whatever those things are, it's like, no, actually I'm entitled but it's to not. have, as someone who like, uh, obviously I'm at a stage in my life where it's like, I want a long-term relationship. Like yeah. I'm not dating for no reason anymore. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whereas when I'm 22, I don't give a fuck, yeah. you know? 
But it's like now I'm obviously more like, how would this be long term? And I feel like I'm at this stage now, especially for what I've provided for myself. It's like I finally feel like I'm like, you know what? I'm allowed to have certain standards. But you always were. Of course. Yeah, you're always allowed. But I think it's different when like you have that for yourself and you're like, you know what? Like this is what I want. And and I feel okay asking for this. And I don't feel shallow. I don't feel superficial. I don't feel like I'm asking for too much because it's like this is the life that I want. This is the life that I'm already giving myself. And I want somebody who can match that. And that's okay. That's it absolutely make me, okay. Yeah. You know, but I think a lot of people are like, oh, like, you know, like, it, I think it that's makes normal. I meaningful. think there would be something wrong with you if you were working towards such a big goal and you were with somebody who didn't match that same energy. I, yeah. I would be confused. I'd be like, what are you doing all this mm-hmm. for then? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think I was more so in the past willing to be with someone who was like grinding to get or like had big dreams and was grinding to get there, which is still fine. But like, I just feel like where I'm at now, it's like, I actually don't have time for that. I need someone who can also bounce back the level that I'm on yeah. or is above me, you know? Yeah. And like, I, I didn't feel comfortable with wanting that in the past, but now I'm like, you know what? Like I, I'm a hundred percent like, okay with wanting that, like yeah. it's fine, you know? So fun. So fun. So sick. <laughs> but no, I just, I was having a conversation with somebody and she was just saying how like, you know, like with this guy, she has this really like deep connection and it's like this soulful thing, but it's, it's such a bubble. She's like outside of that, like financially and all those things, she's like, our, our relationship wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah. But we have this like amazing emotional connection. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I know that you feel material, you feel like it's driven by ego, which it is. But no but- guy who is stable would make you feel like you're materialistic. That's the thing. But it, I think it's more so on herself. She feels like, oh, you know, I'm being materialistic to want these. But what I'm trying to say is the only reason she feels that way is the other is the energy she's getting from the other partner. Because people who feel like they're not there mm-hmm. are going to push you and make you feel like you're asking for things or feeling crazy for wanting mm-hmm. things because their insecurity of not being able to provide yeah. it for, to you is like kind yeah. of affecting and, and making her like second guess herself. 100% agree. But in this situation, it was more like an internal thing. Okay. Like on herself. She was like, I want to value like the soul stuff and I, I want to have no ego. I want to have no ego when it comes to it. But she's like, in reality, like, life is ego like life is materialistic like there are things that i want in my life that have to do with financial stability that have to do with like the Mm -hmm. kind of life that i want to live and she's like as much as i want to live in this like fairy tale amazing connection i have to to some extent realize that ego to a certain extent is important and what Mm -hmm. you want and 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 those standards do count at the end of the day when it comes to a relationship yeah and it's okay to to value those things that Absolutely. seem more egotistical, that seem more materialistic, that yeah. seem a little more shallow. And when we say materialistic, we don't even mean like. B- I'm not talking about like car but, or bad or like clothes. It's more like it's just more like more matching like the same energy thing. of like being able to be like, I want to go on vacation. Let's go. It's yeah. like things like that. It's it's being able to just live the life with a partner who is on the same boat as you and can. Yeah. You know, or else, like you said, it's always like one person's miserable mm-hmm. because they can't do it and then if you do it with your friends mm-hmm. and they're still unhappy there's therapist. this famous um therapist named esther and she was like there's a lot of people you're gonna love but there's not a lot of people that you're gonna make a life with and i thought that was like so powerful wow. because it's like you can love so many people like i've liked so many people but i could never imagine a life with them and i think that's exactly what i'm talking about it's like 
everyone wants to like lean on that like love and like emotional connection and we all want these like fireworks amazing soulmate connections but then it's like sometimes you have that but it's actually lacking so much substance to create a real sustainable relationship so it's like yeah you could be in love with this person but is that the life that you truly want like admit to yourself whether or not this is the life you truly want and i think the thing about love is it gets a bit tricky because you start thinking like oh like it feels so good like i'm willing to settle for like whatever this life is but i think over time you start realizing that maybe you're like not accepting the things that you want for yourself because you feel like oh i have to prioritize like the amazing love and connection that we have yeah and i think it's hard to see sometimes when you're in a relationship like when i think back to my ex-boyfriend and you know him having kind of like a an alcohol and drug um kind of problem Mm -hmm. i look back and i'm like okay well if he gets better then i i could deal with this you know it would just be a different shift in like my life yeah you know not that i'm a huge drinker and stuff Mm -hmm. but then i ask myself is that something that i'm willing to like change yeah and do for someone yeah you know because you have to think about it like that's a struggling thing that's always going to be reoccurring. There's always going to be issues. And, and yeah, when you love someone, you're able to like fight it and battle it. But now that I'm out of it, I'm like, whoa, there's so many things that come with life already. Yeah. For me personally, I can't have that extra one. Yeah. I just don't think sometimes like love is enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also it's like living living just free in your mind yeah. of being like, I don't have to worry about someone in that way. Like that's my main thing. It's like, I want to be with someone where they can walk out and I, not for a second. Am I doubting yeah. what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Are they loyal? Um, are they okay? Are they okay? Yeah. Are they going to get, are they going to get in a fight because they have like, you know, anger management issues, mm-hmm. all these things for me. It's like, I need somebody who sees life like, just easy yeah you know yeah i don't know just always kind of looking at things from the positive instead of the negative negative. Mm-hmm. and i think like it's one thing like i feel like a lot of people feel guilty because they feel like they like in your situation well like, i feel even me I'm just saying and now i feel guilty because no, i'm like I'm well that. you know if someone's willing to get help why wouldn't you stand by them but it's like you also have to think about yourself and put yourself first and also know your limits and know what you want. Yeah. Like, I actually don't and know think that, that I can be with somebody and it's okay to feel like I can get somebody who doesn't have that, Yeah, you know, flaw, which, yeah. you know, everyone has flaws. But like, look, I'm not saying the next person I'm going to meet is not going to have something that I wish my ex-boyfriend had, you know, yeah. but you're not going to get everything and everyone. But I think it's just about learning what you are able to accept. Yeah. And I think it's like more a personal thing. Like it's it's not up to you to have to deal with that. And if it's not something that you can deal with, then it doesn't have to be, you know what I mean? Like, I think we feel bad. Like we feel like, Oh, you know, like there was a lot of things with my ex relationships too, that I was like, I had to deal with. And I was like, I feel guilty for not wanting to deal with these things. But at a certain point, it's like, it's actually not my role. I didn't, I, I don't have to be doing this. Like you're imposing it on me and I'm dealing with it, but I don't have to be like, it has nothing to do with me. Really. This is your problem. And also I want everyone to like, think about, you know, your own mental health Mm -hmm. in all of this, because if it's tearing you down in the whole process of you trying to be there for someone who loves you, then Mm -hmm. no, like just, okay, you're helping somebody else, but also are you ever thinking about yourself? 100%. How are you going to love someone fully if you are not taking the time to love yourself first? Yeah. So you have to think, and it's as selfish as it is, you have to always think 
of yourself. If you don't prioritize yourself and your own relationships, how can you how can you be a role model? How can you be there to have like a happy home for your child? And like that goes also with yourself. Like you have to prioritize yourself before you prioritize your relationship and then prioritize your relationship before you prioritize your children. Because if you're both prioritizing an environment, first of all, for yourself, you're creating an environment for your partner to be better and then with your partner you're creating an environment that's better for your child you got what i'm saying yeah so it it's always extremely starts within... important to be selfish in those instances yeah you know facts like i totally agree with that and i think once you start not prior like once you start putting too much priority on the other person or like you know people will often like make their children their whole life and then they start like living through their children they start like needing emotional stimulation from their children because they haven't put enough energy and time onto their own lives they don't have anything going on there they're so connected to their children that everything they live basically live through their children yeah and i think that goes back to the kind of thing we were talking about before about insecurity well yeah i mean like when you are putting all this time and energy on yourself and keeping yourself solid it just like it's it helps in every single way in the relationships, like whether it be like jealousy or like just anything at all. Like when you're solid with yourself, nothing can kind of break you. It's once you start like putting all your, your focus on another person and starting to seek validation from them, that's you're going to be automatically insecure. That's how everything works. And it seems selfish. It seems backwards, but that's how it has to be. Yeah. Speaking about like prioritizing your mental health. So something that I haven't told anyone. You're like, okay, what the fuck? The secret is coming out <laughs> on the podcast. Okay. We've said it several times and we'll say it again. A guy in an Italian bespoke suit is the hottest guy in the world. Right? You said it. Well, there's no middle ground for us. There's no middle ground. So if you want to be the hottest guy in the world, then you need to head over to Izzotti and get yourself a tailor-made, Italian-made suit so you can look fly for all your events or if you just want to, you know, get laid. So guys, use our discount code CHEMICALX at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order of suits. (laughs) Ale, honestly, I have to say I really like this outfit. I always love your outfits, but like this one's really cool. I know we joke Christmassy, whatever, but it's really nice. I guess well, like I'm lying. Veronica, the way you said this, I didn't believe one ounce. One ounce, I swear. You hate this outfit. I fucking love it. It's really nice. <laughs> and I feel like I need to save it. There so, we go. So That's the uh, reaction I, I wanted. I love it. And guys, if you want an outfit like that, or if you want a corset like this, you got to go to CalteBlancheShop.com and uh, look through their designer pieces, their consignment pieces, or just the brands that they carry because they do carry um, some other brands like Poster Girl and stuff like that. So you should head on over there. They also have a store in Montreal and use our discount code because yes. it's always amazing to have a discount code, especially on designer goods. Yes. So Chemical X 25 at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. Happy shopping. So when I was in my past relationship, um, I had actually started going to therapy while I was dating my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Because I was at a point where I was like so giving so much of myself to like fix a problem in our relationship. Like I was doing 100% of the work it felt like Mm -hmm. that I would like, I was so drained. I was so emotionally drained and I was so at at a point in my mind where I was like, I don't even know what's right what's wrong anymore i don't even know who's wrong i I would literally be like is this me like i need somebody to tell me that it's not me you know 
So I was like convincing him to go to therapy because I was like, I remember there, that there's a lot of things that you need to work on. But then at a point I was like, I'm actually at a point now where like I've, I've like deteriorated my mental health and like where I am like stable. Like I was so, I felt so like unstable mm-hmm. with my thoughts that I was like, I actually need therapy. Like right. this has driven, like giving up all myself to you to help you has in turn driven me to need help myself. Yeah. You know? And then I started um, seeing a therapist, which I actually ended up ghosting, my bad. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I started seeing a therapist and I was just like talking with her about situations that I felt like I just needed somebody to like validate what I was feeling because mm-hmm. I was so confused. Like, you know, when like things get a little toxic, it's like people are telling you like, no, this didn't happen that way. And then you just get so confused in your own mind. Right. Of, like, am I wrong? Is it me? Could I yeah, do Yeah, you more? kind of almost like black it out with yeah. the sensor. Like you don't even remember even though you know what you saw or what you feel, mm-hmm. it almost becomes fucking blurred. And you start questioning your own sanity. You start yeah. questioning like, oh my God, did I, I look that. at this wrong? Did I fuck this up? And I would literally tell her the whole story and everything. And like, I would always, and she was always like, it's so funny because you always give him the benefit of the doubt, but you never give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Like you're always like over explaining his end and like why he should be mad, but you're not allowing yourself the space to like be hurt. Yeah. You know? And I think at that point, though, just like going through therapy and realizing like I'm at the point now where like I can't even like I'm I'm a really I really worked hard to be like solid mentally. Yeah. And to like be in that point in my relationship, I was like, there's something wrong here, like that. I feel that I have to do this, that I'm so drained, that I'm I'm so like empty that i need an outside validation for Mm -hmm. someone to tell me like it's okay that you're her like it that this is wrong like and did she validate it i mean i think therapists really ride the line yeah they can't really say like he's wrong yeah you know like i think they just break down the situation and like make you realize things on your own i think they just make you chat and like come to your own conclusion 100 (laughs) but to be honest i think all i needed was to be able to talk about it that way i could like have the space to like own the situation because yeah. in my relationship I didn't have the space to like own any of the situations it was always like me trying to fix it trying to fix it right. all the time you know was so, he going at the same time as you um like did he know ish. you were going yeah okay like I I told him that I was and like he had started and then stopped um and I just like I think it was just was one the deal th- like you do it and then I'll do it because no okay it was a decision that I made by myself okay um just like over time like i was really just like i can't do this anymore like yeah. I, I don't know how to deal with this anymore and i'm not somebody who ever gets to that point i'm very like solid on my own mm-hmm. but i think i was just like i i don't know what to think like i was constantly like what is the breaking point like i keep having a limit i keep moving it like mm-hmm. i need someone to like give me a wake up call in a sense yeah. but i think just like the fact that i needed to do that as the person that i I personally am like seeing myself be there, seeing myself have to go through this. I was just like, something is wrong here. Like something is wrong that I don't even feel comfortable in my relationship Mm -hmm. to like work on it together that I need somebody else to validate me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think that was like a very telltale sign that Mm -hmm. like, that just goes to show like, how can you help a relationship when you're prioritizing the other person? Like all it did was like put me in a really bad place Mm -hmm. and, and have no one to help me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's so important when you have a relationship that both people are working on it, you know, 100%, 100% because then it's going to it's going to end up what happened to me. Well, I think when you're you're with someone where you're communi- both communicating, mm-hmm. I don't feel like you you get to that point because it's like, okay, quit the bullshit, like 
what's what's upsetting you like let's yeah. talk about yeah. it but if you don't have that then yeah you're gonna you're gonna start going thinking you're crazy mm-hmm. you're, your mental health is gonna be out of this world um you're gonna be yeah needing outside mm-hmm. help yeah for sure and it's just like when things repeat over and over again like it's a weight on you you don't even realize like you think oh i could deal with this i could like that was always my thing is like oh i could deal with this when when it was over but then like more and more that it happened it was like i i can't i physically mentally can't yeah. deal with this anymore like it's too much you yeah. know and i think that's also okay like i think another point of me saying this is like it's fine to like get there and to be like i need someone like i'm mm-hmm. as much as i'm a very independent person and i'm very like on my own two feet i also don't have a problem being like i need somebody like i need help you know and i think in that situation i was just like i knew what i needed and i needed that outside validation i needed somebody to hear me talk mm-hmm. and like i wasn't afraid to go get it you know yeah and like for anyone listening that feels like they're in that position like there's nothing wrong with doing that you know like it doesn't mean you have like a mental illness it doesn't if mean anything that you- it, it just shows that you have more self-awareness yeah if anything you're just i, I think healthier stronger stronger i think like admitting defeat admitting you need help yeah. is a sign of strength and i think people who can't admit mm-hmm. that really struggle their mm-hmm. whole entire life victim mentality yeah that's the worst 100 percent. been there you know but i just like want to make it known that like if you do feel like you're at a point where you're like that first of all like maybe look back on your relationship and be like why why you know why do mm-hmm. i feel this need you know like you really need to pinpoint like the reason why you need that or you feel like you need help mm-hmm. but also know that like it's fine if you do yeah and like it's totally okay like i'm personally like the biggest person to be like maybe you should talk to them like there's so many people like after their relationships i'm like relationships are fucking deep yo like relationships are such a big part of your life it's okay to like need help getting over Mm -hmm. them it's okay to need help dealing with them it's okay to need help like we have so many friends who go to therapy of after their their past relationships or Mm -hmm. during their relationships or whatever it is like we don't realize how much importance how important relationships are yeah you know they're a big fucking part of your life but i think a lot of people associate like oh i'm going to therapy which automatically means i'm gonna have a bad relationship but i think it's just about like assessing why that's happening can you fix a problem and if not like what's going on here you know absolutely absolutely so we're going back to New York or Deep. I don't know. This. <laughs> You're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. Let me just pull out my, uh, my New York story. <laughs> I really took a turn here, man. <laughs> and that's what we do on the Chemical X podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? Was the title going to be therapy in New York? They're going to go, wait, what? So it was your first time in New York in a long time. And what were your thoughts? Like, was it different than the times you've been before? Um, so the last time I was in New York, uh, it's not a great time for me. <laughs> you guys could all go back a couple episodes, uh, down the line and remember my very scary, traumatic, traumatic experience. She went to see a guy and it didn't work out well. You know, we'll say that. <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think it was really fun to be like us three because we yeah. also grew up together. So, I mean, I think I was just down to finally be in New York yeah at the, at eight, i don't i feel like i haven't been where i was like partying and doing stuff i know every time i've been to new york it was like sightsee do this do that or like i wasn't yeah. or i was like with someone i don't know it's I just so never true. had like, the time I've, to just do whatever i wanted yeah i mean i did it once with 
uh, a friend, but a lot of the times when I was going, it's mm -hmm. when I was like recently single and like dating, and mm -hmm. I was like, beautiful, I love New York, like no problem. But there's nothing like going, going to New York friends. with your friends and making decisions on your own. Like yeah. just being like, look, like this is what we can do. And at the same time, like our friend we had went with was, you know, going, he had dates to mm -hmm. go on. So it was really like, ride or die, bitch. Chemical X girls coming to New York. We like to drink. We like to eat well. So like, oh, yeah. So like round up the list of who's <laughs> taking us out, which I thought was really fun. I was like. I feel like we haven't done a trip like together where yeah. we were like, okay, like both single. I mean, I think we just really need to talk about our, our most iconic dinner of all of them in New York. <laughs> we ended up going to an after party at a strip club. But now we were promised, like, don't worry, like, we're going to get dinner before. The promoter's telling me, no stress, we're, like, going to go eat um, before we go to the strip club. But, like, like, there's I a want restaurant you guys to know right we beside. met this promoter only on the last day. Like, we started our night somewhere else, mm -hmm. and then we got in, and then all of a sudden, we were just with him. <laughs> we were the promoter girls, which is fine. We were the promoter girls. <laughs> um, so he's like, there's a restaurant in right beside, like, we're going to go there, and then we're going to go to the strip club. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we, we show up. We're at the strip club. Now I'm like, I'm starving. <laughs> we go in. It's like a restaurant. So I'm like, okay, like sick. Like we're going to eat, whatever. <laughs> well, because he said we were going for dinner. Yeah. I didn't know we were going for a family night. So we <laughs> show up and he goes, guys, take a plate. There's uh, pasta, chicken and fries. And guys, when I tell you there was like the buffet, not even buffet, like catering style, like the, the aluminum Yes, yeah. with the spoons in it like a cafeteria i literally felt like i was in prison and i never been to prison 100 i felt like, like look at each other and we're like i was like i took the spoon <laughs> and i grabbed the pasta rose and the chicken and the fries we were starving but i was like guys like when we're all eating with our plastic plates and our, <laughs> and our plastic forks i was like strip club. whenever i could because there was people around us i, I look at my two friends and i'm like what the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck? No, no, are I'm we like, doing? we're this is rock bottom, I think. Yeah. We could have easily went to do dinner and then came back. We had no idea. We were just following the crowd. Hundred percent. That's rock bottom, you know, to be like really like family with the New York strip club. Like we're literally eating with <laughs> It was the most like I was like, where this was, I don't know. I can't explain. It was it Well, was, I was just like, is this how I want to spend my last day in new york <laughs> like is this the pasta. last meal i want to have in a city that has such good food <laughs> strip club buffet style and it's like you're that girl where you're not showing up after when like everyone's there and you're meeting everyone like you're that girl digging into the pasta the penne pasta mm -mm. before the night starts like you can't start giving money to strippers after you were the girl eating their food 100 <laughs> percent. like you can't steal their food and then give them money like i mean i, I mean i guess I mean, that's good i mean you could that's the only thing that will justify you eating their food i mean i'm not gonna lie all i was thinking about in this excursion was like i can't wait to get back to the hotel and order fucking tacos you had it this trip with tacos what kind of tacos are those um they're called bidia tacos wow phenomenal i put everyone on these tacos guys and i just want you to know it's they're so the best tacos and then just picture the best taco and then being dipped in what? What is it? Like a bean sauce? It's like, um, so it's essentially a broth that the meat is cooked in. It's like, a, oh, it's just fucking amazing. It's beautiful. So guys, I was eating that penne, but let me tell you what I was thinking about. The tacos, I was about to $100 Uber Eats on my phone later. Jesus. I ate more 
on the bed of our hotel <laughs> than I did actually in a restaurant. It's really funny because we're all doing separate things, but then we'd all meet at <laughs> hurdle around the bed. That was like our, our like fucking rats. Like rats. Like that was the highlight of at 5 a.m. But why is Ale that always home? gonna be the highlight for me? Me and Aleva would come home and then at like an hour later Mitko would pop in wasted <laughs> and I'd be like, oh my god, you're like I'm not here. Well <laughs> you're like, I'm not ready for this. He comes in wasted and he blacks out all the time. He comes in wasted and I'm like, why? You're not ready for what? How bad is it going to be? And then I was like, oh, yeah. Two seconds after he walks through the door, she's like, I know what you mean. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just somebody who walks in, doesn't care. A tornado. It's a, a tornado. A tornado, yeah. It's a tornado. Sleeping on the luggage, <laughs> getting back in the bed. It was a mess. But there was another night where we went out for dinner with um, these two guys and another friend of ours had come as well that I had met in Montreal, but she's now living in New York city. So mm-hmm. like, you know, whenever I live in, whenever I start living in New York city, like I already have my friends. If you're click, I'm ready. And she's so fun. So nice. She's actually Canadian, mm-hmm. which, you know, you, you just get Like, there's just like the vibes are there. She's mm-hmm. like such a doll. And, um, yeah. So we, we went out for dinner and it's just like, we're there ordering every drink, every, everything we want. Like, it's just a vibe. Mm-hmm. And then um, the guy who was talking to me, you know, and then they start asking what we do for a living. And then it gets to Veronica's job. And she's like, you know, I'm a porn editor. And then suddenly the guy is like, wait, what? I'm sorry. All of a sudden he was like, let's start talking. And then they were asking you like a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. And then Mike, you asked my guy, my guy, not so even that for first him. of all. It depends the situation I'm in. Sometimes I don't say it because I know that I'm in for a ride of questions if I do. Yeah. But when you're at a dinner, you're like, well, I'll be the entertainment if I've got to be the entertainment. Let's and we're go. drinking, we're having fun. Let's do this. So I popped it out. And then I always have a slew of questions after that. But Alain's talking to this guy. At a point, I go, so like, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite porn star? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, no, no, oh, no, I can't say. I can't he's say, all shy. Can't yeah, he's all shy. I'm like, excuse me, like, I do this for a living. Tell me your favorite porn star. What the fuck? And he's all shy. So I'm like, I am in the back of my head. I'm like, I'm going to get this out of him. As soon as everybody leaves the room, this is the one question I'm asking. You. <laughs> so later on. He was on, like, I'll tell you after. He was yeah. so like sketch about it. I'm like, what? You think you're going to be on that? I'm not going to yap straight to a <laughs> right after. Sure. Your secret's safe with me. But also I'm like, I don't even give a fuck. 100%. So as soon as everybody left the room, like I got my time alone with him, you know, I went. <laughs> so who's your favorite porn star? <laughs> then he starts naming me names. I go. <laughs> And there were names that I didn't know. So I'm Googling. (laughs) And every girl that he's telling me is a MILF brunette, huge tits. I went, yeah, yeah, I uh, I see your type. I see your type. (laughs) At least so that you know that you were exactly what he wanted. No, no, no. And then, guys, a week later, okay, the girl who was also with us um, for <laughs> dinner and drinks, okay, she had brought, like, a Polaroid camera. She started taking pictures throughout the night. And then, like, you know, a week later, she's sending me these pictures. And there's a picture of my guy on his phone, like, smiling, like, laughing as if, like, he's texting a bitch. But, like, I'm sorry, I don't remember that. I don't remember another girl making him happy on his phone. <laughs> and that's what I said. I go, Ale, why is he laughing at his phone? He has his dream girl right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, that was so funny. Yeah. Well, actually, guys, I have to say this story. Yes. You know how Ale, I've spoken about this in the past, Alessia is very afraid of like getting kidnapped. You know, it's excessive. I need to like unpack that maybe in therapy. Yeah, you need some. But help like, with why that. do I feel like I, I'm gonna be like? I think as a girl though, it's it's a fear though to be like you're excessive. Yeah, no, for sure. You're another level. I just feel like somebody wants to kidnap me and take my kidneys. Nobody wants your kidneys. Or like me, I'm scared. It, you're you're fine. Okay. You, anyways, so she's very afraid <laughs> of these things, okay? But she also has like a really bad judge of like situation. I mean, so, no, I'm very good at situations. <laughs> listen, so guys, we're in line of this club and there's like a bunch of people outside and we're like there, you know, trying to do our like, let me get to the front of the line vibes. And some guy comes to me and he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, well, Andrew Tate, <laughs> basically Andrew Tate. <laughs> he literally looked like Andrew Tate he comes to me, taps me on the shoulder. And he's like, hey, you trying to get in the club? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, do you want me, you want me to get you in? I said, OK, sure. Like, no stress. Like, we'll see. He goes, okay. So instead of what I expected him to do is bring me to the front of the line, he goes, come through the hotel. Cause it was a, it was a club that was in a hotel. Right. And he was, and he said he was staying at that hotel. Yeah. So basically <laughs> he, he's like, come through the hotel. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, Alec, come with me. They're going to get us in. So I'm like, how are we getting in? He's like, well, we're staying at the hotel and there's like an actual back entrance to get into the club. So I'm like, okay, no stress makes sense. you know, so we start walking and then he's like, oh, we have to take the elevator to go up so i'm like okay why he's like well we have to go up through the gym so i'm like okay whatever but like i know in this situation i'm like we're getting in an elevator like we're in a hotel there's security cameras like i'm just like assessing the situation i'm looking at the two guys like i'm i know that there's nothing bad happening here but alessia is standing outside the elevator okay and she's like i'm not getting in the elevator with you guys and i'm going alessia get in this elevator right now she's <laughs> like no i don't trust them i don't know who these fucking people are they're, <laughs> they're gonna kidnap us i'm like Ale, they're not gonna kidnap <laughs> can have us but now the guys in this situation like they're getting accused <laughs> of kidnapping us that they're like no no no, no. like I swear, I swear i swear like you could take my id you could take my id like i swear like i'm not gonna do anything i she got goes, this id yeah she goes no stress <laughs> snatches his driver's but why license. did i i was also drinking before snatches his driver's license out of his hands okay she's like yeah i will she Wait. goes to the she goes to the receptionist do you know these two guys he goes, no i said are they staying here he goes i, I don't know i haven't seen them she goes, see, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know who they are. Okay, we're yelling at each other through an elevator. She's like, Alessia, get in yeah. the elevator. I'm like, they're not going to kidnap us. She's like, yes, they are. We're screaming, okay? And then she's like, I'm I not getting in. you literally pushed the, me in. The doors close, okay? And now I'm in the elevator with the two guys. I'm like, what? I'm going to get kidnapped alone? Fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, we're going back down for this bitch. So I go back down to reception. No, no. I, but tell me, tell me <laughs> when you're alone at the elevator, Shana, there's two guys. Are you like... But what if unless it was But I right. was like, I know that nothing's gonna happen, but like I'm not going through this alone. hundred percent. So I'm I go getting back out to fucking Rachel C and I'm like, Alessia, get in this elevator right now. We're not gonna die. She's like, fine. Well, because you me. already went down. I'm like, maybe she's okay. Yeah. Maybe they didn't kill her. Okay. I force her to get in the elevator. And then but these guys now are they're they they're as glued to the wall as they could be because they're so traumatized of Alessia essentially accusing them of being rapists. Don't like, worry, guys. It was the uh, the joke the whole night. And she's like this, you know, like waiting them for them to what? I don't know. Pull out a gun. Wait, like, I wasn't. I was just. You like, were very like. Well, I was scared because I'm like, we're getting out. We're in the hallway now, and I'm like, they're taking us in a room. Because guys, you have to understand, like we're we're in a hotel room, and they're saying we're gonna get you into the club. We were in a, we were in a ho but basically, what we had to do was go in the elevator, go up 
two floors, walk through the, the through the hotel room, the, hall, yeah. the hallway to go down the staircase, which had an entrance to the club. I know you're making it very like no, safe, I'm, safe, I'm, safe. I'm but guys, some- you don't know two guys and they're like, come with us, come in the elevator. We're going to bring you to the club where that you don't think is, is a club. I'm going to be real. And then you're walking through and they're all hotel rooms. What does it take for two guys to be like snack? And then you're in. I, I think I just you don't. I, you don't think of these things i do but i also have a very like and i know like everyone says that but i'm really good at sensing out situations yeah, and like same. knowing but like i don't even want to put myself in that situation 100 but like i just knew like ha- the way everything happened i was like i know that this is fine right <laughs> and like guys we made it in the club we were fine and they were like oh, i'm sorry <laughs> and Ale was like what are you doing that situation I, I apologize i'm sorry i thought I, you were gonna kill me but like and they were like, no, no, it's fine. But you fine. know what I said? I'm so I'm like, you have a daughter. You'd want her to just get in the elevator. Or would you want her to be like me? We would want you to be like me. I'm like, exactly. Exactly. Here, you can, you can have the blonde one. She's, she's, she's an easy target. <laughs> Literally, they were going, well, we were going to kidnap you before Alessia's you alerted the fucking authorities. raised her properly. They, they showed up with the, uh, with the truck and the chocolates and they said, chocolates. And I ran for the hills. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just an easy target. Maybe you were like sick. Arrow kid. God, give me no that. No stress. You have Mars in there. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my mom. But yeah, I'll get in your car. I don't know if it's because honestly, like just I really do have a good sense. Like I lived in a whole ass country by myself. For you know sure. what I mean? Like I, I just really and you never know. Obviously, everybody makes mistakes yeah. and makes bad judgments. And it's obviously better to be safe than sorry. So my thing is like I always feel like if I if I become like you where I'm like oh, so nonchalant mm. like boom yeah. that's when it happens yeah like nothing really I'm ever nonchalant okay but nothing bad ever happens to the girl who's always on her toes like it's not the girl who's like do 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 you know what I mean it's always the person who's just walking to their car and they're like hey what's up talking to a friend that it's like boom yeah like you're not ever getting kidnapped no stress eh I'm like. I'm gonna They're see it before I would never fucking kidnap that girl. She's <laughs> running to her car. What a loser! And like Alev, why you think you're so hot? Everybody wants to kidnap you. Like, sit down. You're you're almost you're you're almost 27 years old. Nobody wants you anymore. Okay, you're too old. <laughs> like, chill, bro. Chill. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it was the funniest thing. And those poor guys who Alessia actually accused, like, they probably went home and been like, bro, like, we almost went to jail. So Veronica and I were like shopping in Soho and all of a sudden, okay, we're like walking out of, um, I think, what store was it? Whatever. We're walking out of, we were walking out of a store in Soho. And do you guys remember that story when we were talking about how we were at a restaurant in Montreal and Veronica and I were kind of eating dinner and there was like these cuties at a table, but then we were like, what can we possibly say to them? How do we talk to them? And then we ended up not saying anything. Veronica tried going to the washroom and she was going to, you know, do and something. And Alessia was like convinced they weren't from here. I was like, they weren't from. I I, I just know because I she have was a like, good I'm pretty sense sure of character. She's like, I'm pretty sure they're like from Paris or something, whatever. Yeah. So anyways, that was the guy. So now we're shopping in Soho and we're in the Nike store, actually. And we're just like walking out of the Nike store as these three guys walk in. And I look at the guy and I go, fuck, that guy looks exactly like the guy at the restaurant at the restaurant but like what are the fuck and Veronica's walking like I would say like three meters ahead of me yeah and then like I don't say anything because I'm like there's no fucking chance that it's him you know like, like I'm what are the odds like, you know yeah. and then Alessia comes up to me and she goes Kate. I just go Veronica she goes and Veronica. her eyes go 
I go, and we, just, and we didn't even have to talk. It was like code. We literally went, that was the guy from the website. She's like, I was just going to say no, that. No. I was like, that was the fucking guy. What are the chances we run into the same guy that we saw, the hot guy from the restaurant in Montreal, in fucking New York at a Nike like, store. Just like crossing Just path. crossing. And I knew 100% it was him. I knew it was him. Yeah. It was absolutely him. It was Veronica. It was him. There was Don't no way that we both this. realized that it was him. Like, it was just the craziest. Yeah thing ever yeah and i was like damn the world is fucking small yeah. it's like it was hard to make an episode of this because there were so many random mm. things but i think it was just very like when you're somewhere for like a short amount of time you try to do everything but yeah. then you end up actually at the worst place not that the worst places but like you always end up with like the randomest like i have to say though i feel like i did it right this time yeah no i really had fun honestly and, and really we really time. did things that were like things to do in new york yeah. city we were hitting places that just opened up mm-hmm. that were like a vibe. Mm-hmm. Like the bagatelle thing I had so much fun at. I ended up like um, catching up with my friends that I had met in Mallorca, which you guys all know about when I spoke about on our Europe trip episode. Um, so some of the girls that were that that were there were still in New York because some of them actually moved to Miami. But I like met up with some of the girls and we all went out. And, and they're Alessia so nice. And it was like such a fun vibe. I love actually meeting up with friends again that you meet on vacation because everyone yeah. always says like yeah we're gonna meet up we're gonna meet up and then you never actually do it but it's actually the second time that i go to new york and meet up with friends that i met while traveling so i guess it's just like i keep meeting new yorkers but i think there's like a special bond and like fun friendship when you like meet on vacation yeah because they don't know everything about you but like they're just so on this vibe of like just wanting to have fun. And they were so like, let's go out after. Yeah. Like, it's just it was like meeting more of us. Yeah. In New York. Yeah. But also, like, I'm the type of person where it's like, I know we met on vacation, but don't text me when you're in my city because like I work. <laughs> the thing about like people coming to your city is like, yeah, I'm so glad that you have like two weeks off and you're chilling and you want to go out every day. But like, I have a job like I'm not taking off for you to be. Here. Yeah. Like, like i mean we saw them on the weekend no i'm not talking about them but i I just mean like in general like for me when people come to like visit montreal maybe it's shady but like what do you show here in montreal but that's what i'm saying it's like first of all where do i bring you second of all like i'm so fucking busy and then when i do have time it's like i'm kind of with my friends so it's like unless you're somebody that i really know well like yeah like we actually had a good time if you're just like an acquaintance that i met on vacation like chances are you're not seeing i don't me. know i don't know it depends that for it me it really depends the person it really depends but i've had people come to town that like i wasn't close with even when i met them out like they were like oh, a friend okay. of a friend and i was just like look like i wanna but like i don't even have time and i don't even know where to bring you in like i was just like oh yeah you know it's very once people start coming to your city it's very like oh but then i'll when, let you know when i'm in yours yeah when you're in their city you're like hey yeah we have to talk Long about time the we'll last see. thing the infamous veronica and i got on a fight oh my god <laughs> we got you're like we're not doing this right now well i was right in that situation no i was right <laughs> so we got in a fight in uh new york city on the streets as one would but we were screaming i don't i'll fucking scream um so well let's let's back it up okay so we were in the club with these the guys that we went out to mm-hmm. dinner with. Your friend disappears. Yes. Right. So now she's gone. She's gone. Out of the blue. They're buying bottles. And now okay, it's wait. So they had bought, they had bought just like, they were like, what do you girls want to drink? They bought one vodka bottle mm. and then an expensive tequila bottle for them because, yeah. you know, we're the vodka girls. Yeah. And, you know, she disappeared. Whatever. It's like, it's not like my best friend where I have to be like, bitch, why would you leave yeah. me? I didn't come to New York yeah. with you, you know? Yeah. 
But now so, Alessia really wants to go to this other party. I want to, and I'm trying to be like, I get it, but like we need to. Yeah, but I didn't know that they were ordering more bottles. Yeah, because I would have been like, don't order more bottles. We're leaving. But the thing what you don't understand is that my guy that I was talking mm-hmm. to, I'm like, we're leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving, and he kept saying, it's fucking disrespectful. Which look, okay. Yeah, maybe it's disrespectful. <laughs> maybe it's disrespectful that I'm leaving. But also, like, I think what people don't understand is that, yeah, like, yeah, you took us out to dinner. Yes, you're buying bottles. <laughs> yes. But to expect us to dedicate the entire night to you, you know, it's harder because it was just us. It's not yeah. like we left and, like, other girls kind yeah. of filled the gaps. It was, yeah. like, just us and then we left two guys alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, like, I get it. <laughs> see ya. Like, see ya. But in my mind, I was like, he kept saying, like, well, why? Like, why are you leaving? And I'm like, no, like, you you have to understand, like, I don't live here. Mm-hmm. I want to go here and here and here. And, like, I, I'm trying to do as much as I can while mm-hmm. I'm in the city. Right. And he was like, so he pulls me aside. We get in a whole argument. Like, I don't know if you saw that. So we get in a whole argument. Doesn't and then we go so. back to the table. And then Veronica's like, ah. Uh, I'm so, like, Veronica, I can't do this. She's telling me, like, we need to leave, we need to leave. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yes. Yeah. But they just bought five bottles of 1942. So I was like, we need to stay, like, like the sh- like the, the bottles are coming. Like, we can't just walk yeah. out right now. Like, look, like, we just got to stay for that. She's but like, I, okay, I okay, stayed okay. for that. I saw that. No, no, no. We stayed for that. So the bottles come. And then she's like, okay, I want to go. I'm like, okay, fine. Like, whatever. Like, no problem. Let's go. So... I have to now, I'm like, I turn to Leia, I'm like, I'm just going to get my jacket and we're going to leave. So I turn around to pick up my jacket. Meanwhile, I'm arguing with the guy. No. Yes. I said, I said, I'm just going to get my jacket and we're going to leave. you told me that. I took my jacket and when I turned around, Alessia was gone. (laughs) And now the two guys are staring at me like, what the fuck? And I'm just standing there on my jacket and I don't know where Alessia is. I don't know if she's coming back. So I'm just standing there. I'm putting on my jacket and I'm texting Alessia. Hello, the, but you left me. But in this time, I'm going down and I'm just about to text you saying, I'm getting the Uber. I'm downstairs. Right. So now I'm like, what the fuck? So now I have these two guys staring at me with their 10 bottles and they're like this. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, so we're going to go. <laughs> and and both of them are not even looking at me. They're wait- They're like, whatever, whatever. Just leave. And I'm like, oh, like, thank you so much. Like, whatever. I'm trying to talk to them. I'm trying to be like, okay, I'm trying to fix the situation. Right. And they're, he's like so angry. They're both so angry. And but I'm like, like no anyways, offense, like, we never told them to get 10 bottles. No, I, I'm not mad that they were angry. I was just like, so like, okay, like, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, we're going to leave. And now I'm like kind of speaking for the both of us because you're gone. Yeah. So I but put I on my jacket. But I already spoke. That's what you don't understand. So I put on my jacket and I leave and I was fucking pissed because I yeah. was like... But do you I find just, you over-exaggerated? I just... Because the reason I was so mad is because I said, I'm just going to get my jacket. Yeah. And I turned around to get my jacket and a millisecond later, you were gone. So I was like, don't leave me to say bye to these people that I... Yeah. In but a way, I had I already I, said bye. I know. So, like, in my eyes, I was just like, okay, you're being dramatic. I said bye. I went down. But it's like, not about just, you. It was about, like, you're leaving me in this uncomfortable situation that I already didn't want to be in. And I'm leaving for you. And now I have to deal with the uncomfortableness by myself. So, I was like, you could have just waited. I was like, you could have just waited 30 seconds. Anyways. But I also, like, we've been drinking. Like, in my mind, it's not like, oh, like, I can't explain when you're drinking and you're just like, I'm not thinking 30 seconds ago, I, I went down because Veronica sat away from her jacket. Like, I'm thinking like, okay, that's fine. She'll just meet me downstairs. It's not a big deal. Right. But it was a really because awkward you, situation. Right. And like, I'm just, 
it was very I hard being in my situation it for, your, for your but yeah. in my head i was like i just needed 20 seconds 30 seconds to get my jacket and yeah. i was leaving with you like yeah I, already the whole time i was trying to make the situation be better and like i was just yeah. like you could have waited 30 seconds because i had to do that whole thing by yeah. myself and they were very like like pissed yeah. at me and i was like okay so then what she the comes, fuck so then she comes down the stairs and i'm like <laughs> kind of like ordered an uber she's like you were gonna leave and i'm well, like no i didn't think that you were gonna leave i, I thought said you, you thought that i was gonna leave no, i was like i, I said, can't you believe left me i was like i can't believe you thought that i was just gonna like bounce no i didn't mean that you're gonna leave i was like you left me you left me alone you left me alone to deal with the situation anyways i was fucking pissed and i was yelling at Alessia outside the club we well we were both yelling and well, i'm like I hey veronica really like you're being so sensitive like i was literally i'm five seconds away i do you know what was happening with the guy like i was just like but, i'm leaving i'm and when i'm over something like i can't even like kind of just like wash it off and yeah in hindsight like i should have absolutely waited mm -hmm. so i'll i uh, know i didn't apologize then but i'll apologize then thank you but would you agree you were overreacting i was so <laughs> mad because already i hate doing things like that and i hate being in situations like that and i was doing it for you to go where you wanted yeah. to go and then you kind of left me to to deal with the situation by myself and that's why i was so mad i was like yo i'm literally doing this and you could have just waited yeah like, so I'm for me i was very angry and yeah. like I, all I asked was 30 seconds and I'm like doing what you want. Yeah. So that's for me why I was so angry. But like, obviously I'm fucking heated. I'm dry. You well, know me, the I'm thing drinking. is, it's like, I'm not even thinking straight because I'm like, you said 30 seconds ago. Like, I'm not thinking of time when you're drinking is very different. Like, mm -hmm. if I would have known you would have gotten mad because I didn't wait 30 seconds, I absolutely... I wasn't scared of them to like leave, you know? I wasn't thinking of it as like you were trying to buffer mm -hmm. the entire time. And I think that's where like there was like a lack of like, you know, a lot of things. But uh, we fucking yelled at each other outside of, you know, <laughs> outside it's of the It's because when I'm angry, I don't care who's around. Oh, and then I'm like, well, I'm not just going to be the little bitch taking <laughs> fucking yells at without yelling back. I'm like, you're being so sensitive. You're like, stop saying that. <laughs> I savage then my uber comes and how do i say what do we do we both get in the car quietly it was so awkward <laughs> veronica do you remember how awkward that was well it's because i'm the type of person and you can attest to this yes i get really angry but i can also get really unangry very quickly like it's yeah like, but you still have that like smirk on but your it's face. like as soon as like the uber ride was done it was like okay like we're getting out of the car we're like we're well we're going to another party well that's what i'm saying we gotta act like best friends here what are we doing well that's what i'm saying it's like <laughs> i needed the eight minute uber ride to be like I hate this bitch. I fucking hate her. <laughs> and then like as soon as it's like, let's see. It was so awkward though Messy. when I'm going to the Uber and I don't see you following. I'm like, Veronica, it's over here. Because <laughs> essentially I lose if I say Veronica, it's here. <laughs> Tell me you know what I mean. 100%. You lost. But yeah, I did want to say quickly before we end this podcast, I feel like I really cherish my relationship with you because... Um, I feel like over time we've gotten really good at kind of just being like, hey, like this mm -hmm. is bothering me. Let's talk about it. And then just kind of like scrap it. And I feel like I don't have that friendship kind of like dynamic with all, all mm -hmm. my friends. So I think it's really nice. And I think we have to have that because we are business yeah. partners. Well, it's because we have no choice. Like yeah. there were so many times we got into fights, but we had to film the podcast. So we had to we had to squash it. We, you don't have the choice to continue being yeah. mad. But I do really see that about us now. And it's like not something that I have with everyone. And it's yeah. like we do have the ability to like scrap it out and then be like, OK. Yeah. And like sometimes, like, for example, that situation it was one that was like heated, but we didn't really need to talk about it. Like it was right. just like we fought, we we got over it, like we moved on with the night. It was mm -hmm. fine. 
Um, but like in things that are more serious, I feel like we do have the ability now to yeah. be like, look, this is what's and up. And sometimes two people don't have to have that in them. But sometimes just kind of laying it out there and one person starting mm-hmm. kind of sets the tone for both of you. Yeah. Like I remember Veronica called me and she's like, look, I kind of like when you have a minute, call me like I just want to talk about something that's bothering me. Mm-hmm. And it was something that we were doing and in, in the sharing of the podcast, mm-hmm. her job, my role, you know, it was getting kind of like she felt like I was asking her to do something that she was already doing. And she didn't like the mm-hmm. fact that I was like asking her. And like just after having the conversation, it's like, it's kind of like a relationship. You're yeah. like, okay, like I know that bothers you. So like I know the next time I'm going to talk to you about it, I'm going to come to you in a different route. Yeah. And I think like it's like nice to know that like you're not going to, it's not going to be a five-day non-speaking communication. Exactly. It's like, look, get on the phone. Like this is bothering me. And I think that that's really worked for us. Yeah. And, and our friendship too. We have to be like that because it's also like I'm the type of person where I'll often not say when things bother me because yeah. I I don't want to cause an issue, but like then I catch myself being mad about something that and I didn't you're just speak about. Be bitter yeah, and, I, me. And, and like nobody knows about it. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Like I'm just gonna call you up. I'm gonna tell you what's up. That way you know what's up. That way you can act accordingly, and then we're good. Yeah. And like I think it definitely has to do with because we have the podcast, but I also think that like everyone should be like that. And I've really started to become like that. And I I honestly love it because I feel like I've matured so much mm-hmm. through this too. Yeah. Because I've always been somebody who sometimes I could be irrational where my feels get in the way and then I can't see clearly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you have somebody who kind of sets the tone, like Veronica would start like that. And now I feel like I've become like that. And yeah. then I'm like that with my, you know, my family members, mm-hmm. my f- other friends. So sometimes you don't have to be the one to start it. But just like learning the system is like really good. Yeah for a friendship for a business partner for anything in life yeah and it has to obviously start with one like yeah you know what i mean chances are it starts with one person and like i'm i try to be like that with other people like now i try to be a little bit more confrontational not confrontational but more like hey this is what's up or like hey i don't know if i i hurt you but like let's talk about it yeah because i same i'm at a point in my life where i'm not down anymore to be like i'm not doing the six days of not not talking and it's like and like talking to my other friends about like i'm not yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like if i'm gonna talk about something i'm gonna talk about with you yeah. and like let's solve this yeah. and let's move on like i don't have time to be doing that I which is like funny do because when anymore. i was in toronto your sister and i got in a little argument because yeah. she, because i was late to a booth that technically were my friends so she felt like i needed to be there before her which mm-hmm. i get but guys we're not even gonna go into your sister <laughs> because and lateness uh <laughs> she has no right but like you agree with that like anyway we're not even gonna get into that <laughs> But I was like, she was giving me dirty looks and I saw it. Normally I'd be like, fuck that bitch. Like the old me. But I'm like, I'm not allowing this. We're not doing this. Let's talk about it. Look, I'm sorry. I wasn't here on time. Mm -hmm. Yada, 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 yada. And she's like, pissed. She's pissed. But like, it will never last if one person just cracks. Yeah. And I think that's the lesson today. And I today. think people are worried about cracking and being like the weak one. But I think you're it's the like, stronger you're one. The str- because you can still be mad by yourself if you want. And that's how I am now. It's like, and I'm going to tell you, you what's up. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what's up. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to try to be there for you. And whatever you do with that information, that's on you now. Like, you want to continue being mad? No stress. But like, I'm going to have a good time. I got this off my chest. I told you how I feel. I'm, I'm good. Like, we can move on from this. Yeah. You know? And like, I feel like, but like once you start setting the tone like that with people, eventually they learn like, okay, like, yeah. I guess that's what's up now. You know? Like, yeah. I feel like that's how we are now. We're very like, this is what's up. 
<laughs> like we don't have fights that drag it's, ever and honestly i can't and and that's one thing now that i'm kind of looking for in a partner yeah you know like i want to be like we're not going to bed mad at each other mm. like let's squash this squash this <laughs> do that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm sweating. I'm in a oh Christmas tree. I'm in a fucking box SpongeBob corset. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, therapy, relationships, New York, uh, fights. Uh, we really got it all in here today. Um, as usual, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week, every single Monday at uh, noon. Adding in a new twist. No, I don't know. I don't usually say that. A new, like, a nice, noon. the time to be here. <laughs> Thank you no, guys. Really, eh? like, no, you I was like, what? Is she changing something on me? <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. You really have a lot to offer. <laughs> <laughs>